It's Friday. Here's your Devar Torah for the Sedra of Baha Alosacha. The following Devar Torah was delivered as part of my opening remarks, my new position as Mizrahi Rav of Manchester. So thanks for coming out. It's never easy after work to come out to anything. And obviously doing any, taking, on, taking on anything extra is, 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 is a big deal. We're all tired. Everyone's tired all the time. So this is, but it's important to try and get this right. So this is a beautiful Torah from Rav Moshe Tzvi Neria. Anyone on the table know who he is? Yeah, I think he's uh, one of the Bnei Good, he saw, he, yeah, but, yeah, from the founders of Bnei Akiva and Yeshiva Kfar for Bnei Akiva. And this is what he says. Actually, this week, Cedric, it couldn't have worked out even more perfect than you said before for the, this meeting today. So the Pasuk says, Vasaf So you got this part this week, Sadra, where the Jews who were just being irritating once again to Moshe Rabbeinu, moaning, which is definitely a quality of the Jewish people throughout biblical history. They wanted meat and they sat down and they cried. And who's going to feed us a decent meal? We're sick and tired of the manna. And says Rabbi Moshe Tzvinaria, it's incredible. They had, you see, at Mitzrayim, the, the sea split. They saw the, the war against Amalek, somehow this bond of, band of newly freed slaves somehow were victorious against a very powerful tribal group that were decimating all their enemies you know, left, right and center. They heard Shem's voice at Har Sinai. How do you go from that to complaining? Like you've seen it all, you've done it all, you've lived it all. And clearly, it, there's, there's no safety. There's no safety in any, any community that you could say, if we just give them this, then they're all going to be fine. Then there's no, you have to do something in order for it to be fine. Can't think that, you know, and he, brings a whole, he develops his whole theory that people tend to think, if we lived in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, we, we, we'd be all right. If we'd lived then, we'd, then, we wouldn't be, our children would all be really religious, would all be completely devoted. And clearly that thinking isn't correct and what he brings down as his conclusion is you have to transform the theory of what we're trying to do into practice and that's what i think we really need to do for our children for the community to take a torah that most people where we govern and what we see actually buy into this they're living in the real world they're living in the modern world they're, 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 they know what's going on in the world because they're looking at their phones for news updates they're engaged with sports things they're engaged in arts and theater and they recognize the value of these things to enhance our lives emotionally, experientially, intellectually, but they don't, it's sometimes a little bit disconnected from other parts of life. So we just try and create a synthesis. And how do we do that? We do that with the famous Ibn Ezra. There's only one famous Ibn Ezra anybody in the Zionist world knows. It's also this week's Sadra. Pasuk says, On the day of your rejoicing, Then you have to blow the trumpets and pray to Hashem and thank Hashem. What's a day of your rejoicing? So the famous Ibn Ezra says, that's when you return from war and you're victorious in war, like the days of Hanukkah and Purim, and you establish a Yontif on that day. We call that Yom HaTzmaut. But what does it really, what does that really suggest? It means if you want a Judaism that's going to be dynamic and alive and responsive to life, you have to see the hand of God. You have to bring Hashem into everything that's going on and not splits your life up to this is what I'm being I'm, this is I'm a military person this is I'm a theater person but you can see Hashem in everything and make it relevant and that's the relevance like you can Judaism, Judaism didn't stop in the fifth century or somewhere in biblical times and we can only do what it says there relevant modern Judaism is I can respond to Hashem in my life if we return victorious in war then the correct thing is today have a day of thanksgiving to Hashem and create a day which has a religious structure to it but that's again making it's bringing the theory of Hashem and bringing it into the relevant 
world in which we are all living. And that's the big sort of the religious picture of what I would like to try and do. Try and take away the disconnect, give people an opportunity to recognize that Mizrahi is lechat chila. So it's prima facie. It's not a second class Judaism for people who can't do any better. Not an impoverished, impoverished Judaism. It's one that has spirit and passion, and that's tefillah with passion, and Judaism with passion, and Shabbat tables with passion. Things that are not just, I've got to tick the box because my sociological structure tells me this is what I have to do. But it's really to, that, that verse, that you, Rosh Chodesh is the day to be engaged. Shabbos is the day to, Rashi says, Simchas Chamin Shabbos. Which is strange because we didn't really associate the word Simcha and Shabbat together, which is why the Ibn Ezra takes it in a different way. Victory and battle is a day of rejoicing because you come home and you're alive. We have the mandate, the Torah mandate, to not think had we lived then it would be okay, but to bring it into the real world. And that's what I hope we can do together.